Hello once again, audience. Welcome back to another episode of Fam Damley, aka your favorite podcast, aka the best podcast ever, aka I ran out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. It only needs the three titles. I was gonna keep going and try and make it funnier, but I lost brain power. There. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, welcome back, everyone. We are live. Not really. We're live as we, should we record put on the, this. We should put the on-air sign on. Yeah, for the whole world to see. Yeah. No. <laughs> One day. <laughs> ah, oh my goodness. So it is November. Yes. I feel like I blinked and it went from September 1st to November 6th. So this year is just flying by. I'm sure everyone can agree. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I feel like September also was a really fast month. Yeah, and October. Yeah, yeah. October, I feel like, was really fast. But I was so excited for Halloween and, like, spooky season and everything. And now that it's November, I'm like, okay, just put it all away. I'm done (laughs) with the clutter, (laughs) the decorations, the everything. So today I uh, have been packing that up. And I'm not quite ready to get Christmas stuff out yet because I kind of just, like, want a clean house. But we're getting there. Yep. I'm getting kind of excited for you know, Christmas music and Christmas movies and... I've already started listen- listening to Christmas music. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you one of those people that's like, Christmas starts November 1st and then you take like a three-day break for Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas again? Yeah, November 1st. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you like a July 1st kind of guy? <laughs> Christmas no, in the summer. Yeah. Uh, no, so the first time that I listened to Christmas music this year... It's better than other years, but it was um, it was in October, like mid-October. Yeah, that is better than other years. Yeah. <laughs> You've been a Christmas in July kind of person since we've been married. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> so. you just got to get that, uh, that Christmas feeling going. Growing up, my family, we always like, celeb- like started celebrating Christmas like literally the night after Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. we would have Thanksgiving, put our food away, and then go get our Christmas tree <laughs> and put it up that night. So that was for me. It was always like after Thanksgiving, but then like November, like what do you do to celebrate Thanksgiving other than eat the food on Thanksgiving day? That, that's it. <laughs> so. That's it. Like technically, yeah, it's still fall and everything. Yeah. But anyway, in my defense, so we don't have Thanksgiving in Australia. I mentioned this what? last no week. Way. Yeah, right. I mentioned <laughs> it last week or however long ago it was that I mentioned it. It was last We'd, week. We did celebrate it. Just because, you know, my mom's American. And so it was like one of those fun things that we would do. Like, we're going to have an American holiday in Australia. Woo-hoo. So it was kind of fun. But for the most part, and even Halloween isn't, I mean, we celebrated it, but Halloween isn't as big in Australia as it is in America. I've heard that so, before, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the time, it's like we have this gap between kind of Halloween and Christmas. So like, you know. Ever since you and I... I think started dating. I don't think I even waited for us to get married for this to happen, but I started following pages on Facebook that's like Australia themed. So mm-hmm. it's like BuzzFeed Australia, like life in Australia, things like that. So all these posts will come up and it's like, I don't know, things that are totally relatable to Australians. And I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> but it was things like that. Like, oh, look, the media is portraying another holiday that we don't care about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so it's 
that that's my defense behind it. Uh-huh. And also another thing in my defense, there's no Thanksgiving music. There's maybe one or two songs out there. Thanksgiving Someone related. Someone come up with some. We should go to like what? chat. What is it? Chat. GPT. G- GPT and type in like Thanksgiving music and just see what it comes up with. Deal. Like gobble, gobble, turkey, stuffing, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Gravy. Green bean casserole. <laughs> I don't know a funny story about Thanksgiving. This Always. isn't even that funny. When I was in third grade, we were doing crafts, obviously, for Thanksgiving. And so we do like the turkey where... Like the you, hand turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you... you trace your hand and then you cut it out and then you make it into a turkey and uh i so we like dressed them up like everything we put like we actually cut out fabric and like dressed them up and like gave them stories and backgrounds and personalities and stuff and obviously names Mm -hmm. and for some reason that year i decided that my name the name of my turkey was going to be deborah Which the reason that's so funny is that's my aunt's name. <laughs> and so my mom thought that was the funniest thing. So she called my aunt Debbie and was like, hey, so Courtney named her her fake turkey after you. <laughs> and I always think about that because in the moment I was like, what? Like, I love Debbie, you know, but my turkey's name was Deborah. So nice. <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, so any quick updates before we jump into a story that I've been waiting to hear? Um. One update. So today, as of the 11th of November, marks the 153rd anniversary of of Ned Kelly's uh, execution. Oh, wow. Happy yeah. anniversary to well, your death, it's, sir. It's not very happy anniversary, <laughs> but okay. I think it's 153rd. He was... Today is... Oh, go ahead. Oh, hold on. Let me look it up. I'm, I'm probably saying something wrong. When did Ned Kelly die? November 11th, 1880. So that's... 23. 143. 43. 143 years ago. I probably put in a typo there. I put in 153 in here, in my notes. But I think it was a typo. It's 143rd. So if you haven't listened to our Ned <laughs> Kelly episodes, there's two of them, go back and listen to them. Congratulations, Ned Kelly, on making it 143 years after your passing, and people still talk about it. <laughs> goals. That's, uh, that's, those are real goals. Um, today, while we're talking about it, today is also November 11th, which is Veterans Day. Is, is that only an American thing? Yes. Because American veterans, duh. Yeah. It's like the 4th of July comet in real time. <laughs> it's okay. You didn't know. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. That's another story. Okay. Hold on one second. Um, real talk though. Shout out and a huge thank you to all the veterans in America who have served our country. Super grateful for you guys and for everything that's done for us. I love Veterans Day. I'm very partial to veterans because my dad is a veteran. My grandpas both served in the military. I have uncles on both sides that have served, brothers, you know, the whole shebang. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's very like I appreciate the honor and I appreciate all of the sacrifice that all these families have gone through. So happy Veterans Day. Just wanted to do a little shout out there. But also, funny story, going back to the whole, do Australians celebrate, blah, blah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to the Hillsville Sanctuary? <laughs> do you remember what I did? Which time? Oh, my gosh. The fact that you just said that is shameful. Um, I mean, yeah, I totally remember. <laughs> no. So we went to, when, when Miles and I were dating, we went to Australia. I went with his family to go visit Australia. And we went to the Hillsville Sanctuary. 
uh, which is basically like a zoo, but you walk through it's the sanctuary, whatever. It was super cool. And we got to pay for our tickets. And I asked if they took military ID. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) And Miles leans over and he's like, he's like, wrong country. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed. The lady who was doing the tickets, I'm pretty sure she was some like 17 year old girl. Like she looked at me like, uh, what? You know? (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. But <laughs> it's okay. You're uh you learn from it and you're a better person because of it. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's it, yeah, for updates. Yeah. Cool. So I you have a so. story for me. Yeah. So speaking of Australia, this is a thought that I had while I was doing this story. Like we we've talked about going to Australia before and everything, but mm-hmm. I think it would be fun. There are some people out there who do like Australian road trips where they like Ooh. go like all around the coast and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. Like would that be something you'd be interested in? Um, no. Okay. The reason being is because uh, I'm already, like, I've, I've heard about people doing that in America. And I'm like, you guys are brave because, I mean, it's, like, long roads. And obviously America is different. But, like, from state to state, you encounter different types of wildlife and different dangers that you're not accustomed to in your own state, depending on how far you go. Sure. Australia is a whole different ball game, <laughs> And... I mean, like, I like the idea of it, and if we were taking really safe routes and staying in, like, I don't know, hotels or something, then sure. But I don't know if I would be brave enough to... Okay, so we'll just skip over um, Western <laughs> Australia then. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be brave enough no, to, like, kidding. you know, like, what if our car breaks down and all of a sudden we get, like, attacked by a wild kangaroo or something? I don't know. <laughs> or, a, or a spider that's the size of a dinner plate, like... What am I supposed to do with myself? Or heaven forbid know. an emu come out of the the bush and start chasing us. Like All, all those things that you mentioned aren't that dangerous. <laughs> they sound Kangaroo, dangerous. Kangaroos probably can be because the, the kangaroos are very territorial, especially in the outback. Uh-huh. Or, See? Um, but, I mean, stay away from them. I, I do like the idea of visiting... And, like, road tripping Australia, but, like, we would have to be very, like, careful about it. But like, I would be so scared. If you think about it, like, we could, you know, we'll do a road trip. We'll, like, ditch all, you know, technologies. We'll kind of go off the grid a little bit. Yeah. And, um, like, we'll do this without a moment's notice, not letting anyone know kind of thing. No, this just all sounds like a really bad idea. Okay. We've already established that I'm, like, afraid of life. <laughs> um, so, I mean, in theory, it sounds cool, but... Yeah. Why do you why do you ask? Yeah, it just Was that just a, a random tidbit? I have a that... I have a story for you. Okay. But before stories, as always, we like to tell jokes. My whole life is a joke. So I just called the parano- paranoia hotline. I got answered. How did you get this number? <laughs> That's funny. Do you know what the opposite of paranoia is? No. Thinking probably. that you are following someone. <laughs> Have you ever had that feeling though? You think you're it's following like, someone? Well, you think that that person might think that you're following them. Yeah. I think that's funny. And also, this is just like a little fun fact, not, to, not a joke or anything, but did you know that paranoia has an opposite? Does it? Yeah. It's called pronoia. Pronoia. Which it's 
you secretly believe that everyone's plotting your success basically instead of like everyone's against you everyone is like for you i had that feeling the other day when i got in my car and the gas tank was like above full Mm -hmm. even though the day before i had gone into town and it's like a 20 or like round trip it was like probably a 45 minute drive and i come home and i don't remember what my gas was at when i got home but the next day the the needle was above full and i was like how what (laughs) so i was like who snuck into my car and filled it up for me like anyways all right last joke why couldn't the boy run away with the farmer's daughter why they were cantaloupe farmers (laughs) gosh another fun fact in australia we call cantaloupe rock melon rock melon rock melon anyway your akadaka melon (laughs) acdc for those of you who don't know that yeah i think we mentioned that in the uh one of the ned cali episodes where we went over australian slang anyway so you ready for a story (laughs) yeah so on the topic of australia did you know i'm from there what i thought you were from england (laughs) not new zealand not ireland not scotland not south africa all of which i've gotten by the way my favorite is england because you get the most pressed yeah (laughs) <laughs> how dare they anyway on august 30th 2016 a man named keith whitaker was driving his ute which aka pickup truck for american people from the town of goldburn towards the australian capital territory canberra after filling up his ute and driving a few kilometers down the road he hears slash feels a suspicious thud kind of like a kick on the back of his seat he turns around to see what you know caused this little uh, this little bump and this is what he says quote i turned around and saw two legs stretched across the back between my seat and the floor she was lying on the floor he said that was keith keith uh, whitaker so keith what he does after he finds this woman sitting in the in the back seat he calls up the goldburn police because they, the clo- they were the closest and he described this woman as being in a canatonic state basically like she lost memory of everything she didn't know where she was who she was so there's just like a random woman in the back seat of his ran- truck exactly okay he had no clue prior to this and she wasn't there i'm assuming until after he picked up or got gas mm-hmm. okay correct so the police arrive and identify this woman as rihanna trump who was just earlier that day like earlier that day she had gone to the goldburn police station to uh with her sister to report their parents missing. Huh. Eerie music, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the Trump family lived in Sylvan, Australia, located in the outskirts of Melbourne. Okay. I've been there. Not to Sylvan, to Melbourne. I don't know if I've been to Sylvan before. The parents, Mark, age 51, and Jacoba, age 53, like I said, last name Trump, they were successful business people. They ran a red current and earth moving company in this town that they called um that they lived in sleven sylvan sylvan's a bulgarian city <laughs> i don't think anybody would have questioned that but go <laughs> probably ahead. not so they ran this company with the help of their th- three children rihanna age 29 mitchell age 25 and ella that's four three there we go um ella age 22 people can't see i'm holding up my fingers he forgot how to count with I his fingers for a second the other day this is funny like when i was in class uh, I was trying to tell people like 
like the difference between like the left mouse and the right mouse and like the functions in mm-hmm. in epic and everything and i'm like left click right click and it was really <laughs> funny i saw <laughs> someone on a tiktok got an l tattooed on their left hand and an r tattooed on their right <laughs> hand that is one that. problem that is one problem i have never ever had an issue with because for me it was always like your right hand is the one that you write with because i'm right-handed and so for me it was always like which hand you hold a pencil with that's mm-hmm. the right side so for me like when i heard that people even into adulthood still had hard time figuring out like their lefts and their rights i was like you guys are weird (laughs) i feel that same way about people who can't read analog clocks yeah i mean that's fair yeah it's like it's not that hard (laughs) it's not anyway (laughs) we're just judging everyone now yeah how dare you be not as good as us okay so the three kids are there they help with the family business and they're successful yeah what was the business it's a red current business red current uh they're kind of like they're kind of like gooseberries i don't know what a gooseberry like is like red berries do you know oh, what okay. black currants are nope do you know what berries are yes <laughs> they're, they're just the type of berry so they had a berry business yeah cool uh red currants are used a lot for like preserves and stuff like that mm-hmm. i looked up if they use it in wine because i wasn't sure they don't use it in wine oh i don't know if that i mean that wouldn't really help you anyway but yeah, it's the berries they use for the wine. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> this this business sounds very successful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this family, the Trump family, that we average kind of... Are you saying Trump? like Trump with an O. So not like Donald? Not like Donald. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, it was just... Trump. I was trying to decipher like if you were saying like an o or a u because i was gonna say like oh distant cousins or something but just just replace the u with an o and yeah i yeah i got there (laughs) (laughs) okay sorry so they were your average run-of-the-mill red current farmers and earth movers so you know whatever your average red current and earth moving family looks like in your world that's how they look they were well (laughs) well respected in their community um, wife was wife was actually pretty great for these people. Like, sure. kind of like what I said, they were successful. They had three kids who helped them on the farm. Mm-hmm. They were a happy family, completely normal family, until on the 29th of August in 2016, some family and close friends were trying to get in contact with them. You know, phone calls, text messages, that kind of stuff. But no one could get through to them, mm-hmm. which to them, I guess they had a pretty close relationship with extended family and close friends and stuff. Like, you know they would pick up at least after a little bit yeah or return calls but they didn't get anything Hmm. so it was this was a strange enough occurrence that the concerned friends and family called up the um the police and you know asked them to go check on them so the police followed up with this request they drove to the house and once they arrived they found all the car all the family's cars and everything minus one suv with you know and another weird thing, like all the keys were in the ignitions of these cars, which hmm. I don't know how normal that is, but on a red current farm, at least. <laughs> you say that like, I literally have never heard the term red current until this. And you're over here like, yeah, like it's just typical for red current. Yeah, <laughs> just like... typical. Yeah. Whatever that looks like in your world. So, you know, kind of strange occurrence. Yeah. And they couldn't really find anyone around the property either. So they went to go knock on the door. They found the doors were unlocked. So they entered into the house. And they found the place to be in complete disarray. Oh. I mean, same, but like, I'm not missing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
and we don't keep our keys in our ignitions in that car. So the police did a little bit of investigation, and after a little bit, they found whoever made this mess was looking for financial records of some sort. Okay. Because they found uh, papers for financial records like spread throughout the house. They were like in stacks and organized stacks and stuff, but okay. they were spread out. Additionally, they discovered the family, wherever they were, left behind their passports, credit cards, and cell phones. Oh, that's never a good sign. Leading people to believe that the Trump family, the Trump family were attempting to become untraceable. They also found no evidence of drug use, cult religious affiliations, that kind of stuff uh-huh. that would like lead to something similar to this. Right. So everyone was questioning, where were the Trumps? What led them to flee? Who made all this mess? Well, and then how did one of the daughters end up in the back of the truck of a random guy? We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so no one knew the answer to these questions. Sure. Except for the family themselves. Which is infuriating because where are they? <laughs> so pan to the Trumps. They were 30 kilometers into their mystery getaway, uh, driving 22-year-old Ella's Peugeot SUV. The family discovered someone had broken their no phone rule. Mitchell, the son, the 25-year-old son, he wasn't really on the same page as the family. Wait, so they were actually trying to get off the grid? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They, they didn't disappear. Just off the, We'll get to it. Okay. Um, so Mitchell wasn't really on the same page as his family. Uh-huh. Explanations and stuff with this, I'll explain in a bit. But basically, they were trying to get away, and they were saying that, like, you know, phone calls up cell phones are traceable yeah so that's why they left them all behind but mitchell he snuck his along oh mitchell then 30 kilometers into their getaway they realized that he Which, still had it so they forced him to throw it out the car window while they were driving okay um 30 kilometers isn't that far it's not so they like had just left yeah and they're like dude you're already well, this screwing is, this, this up this, this is kind of like time skipping a little bit too okay so they I don't think I'd go into it, but they left like 7 a.m. 7 a.m. in the morning, I was about to say. 7 a.m. 7, 7 a.m. In, in the morning. Or 700 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Just kidding. On what date was it? 29th? No. Yeah. It was it 29th of August? 29th is when they were reported, right? Yeah. So it was that same day. and They had left that morning and like they had no contact with anyone. So yeah, Mitchell was forced to throw his phone out the window. Just because, of like, you know, people can trace us, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. The family drove through the night until they reached a city in New South Wales called Bathurst, which is roughly 800 kilometers away. Okay. Or 500 miles for our American listeners. Sure. When they arrived the next day, Mitchell, still not buying into his family's shared quote-unquote delusion, which again, we'll get to, left the family and tried to make his way back home from Bathurst, 800 kilometers. The rest of the family went on to a popular tourist attraction the Janolan Caves, which anyone who knows me who has listened to us is like, I like caves. I'll They're go cool. visit those caves. Yeah, for sure. When they arrived at the caves, the two sisters, Ella and Rihanna, started to realize too that maybe their parents were, were going crazy. <laughs> the sisters were desperate. Must have been those berries. <laughs> Must have been the berries. <laughs> so the sisters were desperate enough to get away that they left Ella's car with the parents. And they went okay. out and stole another car. Okay. They drove about two hours in a southern direction to the town of Goulburn, which is where that driver was from, Keith Whitaker. Okay. 
When they arrived here, they reported their parents as missing. And then after they reported this, the media caught wind of this story. Uh-huh. And it spread pretty quickly. So how soon, I guess you're probably cover this, but how soon after them reporting them missing to Rihanna in the back of the truck? Like the same how, day. I know, but like how far in between? Because she was like, you said like not really there, like mm-hmm. coherent. Or it like. was It was not that long. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll get to it here in a second. So media caught wind of the story. It spread really quickly. Australians all over the country were captivated by it. Sure. And, the, you know, they were asking the same question, like, what caused them to leave in the first place? Mm-hmm. We have this normal family, red current fam- uh, farming family, and they just, like, up and left, and then they're all spread out throughout these couple states now. Like, what's the deal? Why are they yeah. doing this? It was, it was strange. Yeah, absolutely. Basically. So the two sisters, while in Goldburn, they... Um, they also decided to part ways. So Alla, she took the stolen car and drove herself back home to Sylvan. Um, basically, she was like worried about her horses. So she's like, I need to go check on them and stuff like that. Fair. While Rihanna took a different route, she found a nearby pickup truck slash ute and just jumped, Got in in. The, just jumped in the back. And so that's when, you know, Keith Whitaker, he discovered her in the backseat. He called the police. They're like, oh, this is Rihanna Trump. Like she was just here in the you know police station she reported her parents missing and then so since she had lost her memory seeming lost her memory and everything they took her back to goldburn and put her in the hospital in the psych ward uh-huh i don't really know what happened there or like how she got her memory back it was the berries it was the berries i'm convinced that's why they didn't use those berries for wine they were too strong mm-hmm. just kidding <laughs> that's right so Rihanna, she was spared charges of the car theft due to, like, mental health issues and stuff like that. Alla, on the other hand, she was the first of her family to arrive back at their home and found the police waiting for her. She was charged with car theft because... She stole a car? Well, she was coherent (laughs) enough. She wasn't... She didn't lose her memory or anything. Uh, Yeah, okay. That that. makes sense. And Ella is the youngest one, right? Ella's the youngest one. 22 years old. Am I saying that right? Ella? Mm E-L-L-A? Okay. Ella. On Wednesday, 31st, August... Uh, 31st of august sorry mark and jacoba jumped in their daughter's peugeot suv and headed toward melbourne so they're going back towards home from the janelle caves and after traveling 600 kilometers they arrived in the town of wangaratta i've been there here mark and jacoba became separated jacoba headed north so the next day in the town of yas which was located 350 kilometers away from there's a lot of back and forth. I'm sorry if this is confusing. <laughs> it's okay. It's, uh, the town of Yas is located 350 kilometers north of Wangaratta. Uh-huh. Jacoba was found wandering around in an agitated state. When she was found, she was taken to the hospital there in the town of Yas. But she was then transferred to Goulburn Hospital so they could keep her and her daughter, Rihanna, together during their mental health treatment what and everything. What is going on with this family? So we have Ella. Ella's back home. Uh-huh. Mitchell eventually made his way back home as well. Basically what he did, he took like a series of trains to, to get back home. So he arrived after Ella, uh-huh. even though he like left first. So Jacob and Rihanna are in the hospital. So we have four of them accounted for. Uh-huh. But where's the dad? Where's Mark? So Mark was still hanging around in the town of Wangaratta. He was spotted in his daughter's car, dangerously tailgating a young couple. He followed the couple for a while until they pulled off to like next to a park to let him go around 
but he pulled over right behind them. Uh. When when they stopped, Mark got out of the car. He started like sprinting towards the young couple, but then like halfway, he abruptly stopped and turned towards the park and just like booked it. Just ran and like disappeared into the distance. <laughs> what are they on oh my gosh so the right the police at the time also they were investigating a series of break-ins into like different houses and motels they're not sure if it was connected to mark but like it's possible because he was in the area this should just be titled like family of five discovers methamphetamine like like, well if you going on like yeah We'll... Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to put my own conclusions to it, so... That's no, okay. So, yeah, anyway, so these break-ins, they don't know if they're related to Mark. Mitchell and Alla, back home, they made an appearance in front of the media, telling kind of a, a vague version of the story, and mentioned how baffled they were by their parents' paranoia. Mm-hmm. And so in this little interview, Mitchell said, quote, I've never seen anyone like this or anyone conduct themselves in this way. I really want my dad to be found. He's not dangerous. He's my mate, my father. I love him. <laughs> Wait, this is in Australia, right? Because I was just kidding. No, it's America. Because that was a very Australian thing to say. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> what? He's not dangerous? No, he's my I'm mate. Just, just, I was just kidding. <laughs> I have a coworker who is Australian, but um, he lives in Peru, and so there's a bunch of I have a bunch of coworkers from Peru, and they all work together in like an office building, but they're like contractors for my company anyways it's a it's a whole thing so they know each other like personally they see each other day to day but they still like interact via teams and stuff and all of the other like native to peru spanish speakers they're so funny because they'll like they'll be like hey luke mate how's it going (laughs) (laughs) or in spanish mate it's so funny like that was a joke i'm laughing yes very (laughs) hard i can see (laughs) go ahead he's my mate yeah Mark's whereabouts were still unknown after the run-in with this young couple until on Saturday, September 3rd, Mark was found on a road near Wangaratta Airport. After being questioned by the police, he was put into custody of his brother, who was also a policeman. And as they drove off, photographers were able to get a lot of good pictures of Mark's middle finger. (laughs) Basically, as they drove off, he was just like holding up his middle finger at all all the journalists and stuff. So now all the members are accounted for. Mark later apologized to the media for the hurt and concern that they might have caused someone, anyone, everyone. That's really funny. One of the policemen involved in the case, he knew the family well prior to this event, and he said of them that there was never indication of any kind of mental illness among them. So like, I really am like carbon monoxide, like drugs like what is actually happening right now aliens i'd even accept that (laughs) as an answer so the family they're like i said they're all accounted for sure and today they're all fine they're all normal and everything they um spoilers and everything yeah we're almost at the end of the story i thought it was gonna be kind of quick um but the question still remains like what happened to that's what i want to know please tell me this isn't unsolved let's talk about it okay so there have never it's kind of unsolved. Oh uh, there's never been any clarifying statements from the family on what happened. What they were fearing, what it seemed like, is like they were on the run from someone. They didn't know who. That's why I mentioned like they, like there was no sign of any uh, affiliations with mobs 
with religions or cults or anything like mm-hmm. that that would force them to like i don't know be scared out of their lives that mm-hmm. they're gonna be killed or something like nothing like that okay it was kind of it was completely out of the blue so since there was no clarifying statements or reasons why this happened people sure. started to like come up with theories i've got plenty i've already been spewing <laughs> do you, them. do you want do you want to share some yeah um well obviously drugs uh aliens <laughs> was another theory um carbon monoxide but okay this is a tiny tangent i just recently found out that that's not really common anywhere else in the world other than like in america because of the ways that we've heated our house in the past that causes carbon monoxide poisoning interesting i've heard that that what is it is it like i don't gas gas heaters or something like that um, probably apparently and i don't know how true this is but apparently that's not common around the world so a lot of people from other countries like australia england like whatever they hear about carbon monoxide poisoning and they're like what are you guys talking about like it's such like a foreign thing mm-hmm. anyways so that's why like i almost didn't mention that one because i wasn't sure if that was even quote unquote a thing in australia but that could just be complete ignorance talking mm-hmm. something i saw on the internet you know that i'm repeating <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing is well i was gonna say the mafia but you said there was no evidence of that mm-hmm and then my other theory was basically internet scammers slash trollers because i mean this is 2016 so it's not that uncommon but mm-hmm. even like in today 2023 hackers over on the internet have become so good at what they do and so convincing with what they do that they have been able to find secrets find passwords find yada 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 and then threaten to expose people mm-hmm or kill them or you know xyz that would make them feel like their lives are in danger so they flee and since they left their technologies behind as maybe that was it they were trying to become untraceable to these internet sleuths who are threatening them Mm -hmm. those are my theories cool so these are the theories according to the interwebs okay theory number one this is direct from mitchell actually the son mitchell who like from the start was pretty skeptical about the whole thing sure he says quote i've never seen anything like it it's really hard to explain or put a word on it but they were just fearing for their lives and then they decided to flee it was a build-up of different normal everyday events just pressure and it slowly got worse as the days went by but that almost seemed too easy for everyone i i considered that though because like what is the term it's like when like a whole group goes under psychosis at one time it's a thing it's like a crazy paradox but it's a thing so i thought about that for a second too so like the parents could have been so under that. that's theory number three. Oh, is it sorry uh, no you're okay <laughs> so police compl- contemplated the possibility of a folie à deux which is a french term okay part of my pronunciation for our french listeners which i'm sure we don't have any anyway not yet <laughs> not yet uh but it's a french term meaning madness of two Okay. It describes a rare psychological condition that happens exclusively in close-knit families. So basically what you're saying, it's a kind of shared delusion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard about that. And it's like not super common, but like if you're kind of, I don't know, excluded, like, or what's the word? Like you really only see your family and you're excluded from the outside world. Mm-hmm. It can happen. <gasps> yeah. Which wasn't like necessary. I mean, they were very, they were a very close-knit family. Sure. But they... They still had family. They still had friends. They mm-hmm. still had, you know, people they saw. Mm-hmm. 
theory number two, we skipped over it, but um, chemicals uh-huh. that they use in the farm was a, also a possibility. Okay. So when that it, would kind of go along with the theory of like carbon monoxide, but it would be kind like of. some other chemical. Yeah. The thing, so they ruled out drugs because they also found no evidence of any kind of drug use. Okay. Like at all. Do they? Like the very healthy family. Okay. Okay. Cool. So those are the three ones that were i mean at least according to the article guys it's aliens that's what i'm telling you it's probably aliens they probably came in contact with a ufo i'm trying to find so there was actually a reddit thread about the trumps let me pull it up here real quickly so theories on the trump family seemingly collective breakdown so induced psychosis um oh this was another one that um, that wasn't in the article, but I heard about. It was um, moldy bread. Apparently, oh, there's uh, like in moldy bread, there was a um, like it actually, I don't know, some component in the mold. Um, it thrives in like hotter temperatures, I think okay. they said, or colder, colder temperatures, <laughs> whatever. Sure. Um, but basically, it it induces like a sort of psychosis. So like, interesting. That, that's one theory of what happened to them. Um, someone actually did does mention carbon monoxide poisoning as well see that one i also had a hard time with the carbon monoxide is because usually like that wears off and the fact that they were gone like mark was gone for over a week mm-hmm. probably even longer I, it was like what the 29th through the third so how many days is that five days no so yeah 20 29th so this was uh 29th i need to count in my head real quick Six days. Six days. Okay, that's close. And that, like, would have worn off if they're not being exposed to it. Anyways. Weird. Yes. Weird, weird, weird. So, question. Yeah. Whatever happened to Rihanna? Because, like, I know she went but, into the hospital. Like, did they say, what, did they have any diagnosis for her? Not really. Not as far as I found. Because I read through, it was, like, three different articles that I read through. And none of, because I asked that question, too. I wanted to know, like, what treatment they were giving her how long it took for her to get the memory back and everything. So I was looking for it, but from what I remember, I didn't see anything in here about it. Sure. I think they were just treated and let go after they were like, they were fine. But Rihanna eventually did get her memory back. Cause like I said, like the family's fine and normal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, another theory is this is more of a, like a conspiracy is like they actually faked it just to get kind of attention. <laughs> I mean, if your life is that boring, then sure. <laughs> need a little bit of a thrill yeah but anyway it's, it's a it's interesting though because if they had just left and like gone to these caves and come back nobody would have been all the like you know any wiser mm-hmm. but the fact that their daughters reported them missing and i guess some friends had a welfare check going on them you know but it's like i don't know i feel like if we skipped town for six days nobody would really question it mm-hmm but also we would be communicating with people so <laughs> that's the difference true. i guess true but um so i have a timeline here okay. for you so and it also for anyone who else else who's confused by the story so day one family left home so they were in sylvan they left their home number two at warburton this is like 30 kilometers down the road from sylvan this is when mitchell throws out his his phone bathurst is on 30th of august tuesday Mitchell leaves the family and goes back home. And then Rihanna and Ella leave their parents at the Janolan Caves, steal a car, and drive back to Goldburn. Mangarada, that's that sighting of Mark when he's like 
chasing the the kids which is super bizarre like i want an explanation to that yes yes same like what is going on who knows and then so that yeah that's 31st of august 1st of september jacoba trump was found wandering the streets and then two days after that saturday mark trump was found near the airport in mangarada this is so i this story actually sounds really familiar i feel like you and i have talked about this have we maybe not i don't know you might have heard it on like your podcast your other podcast oh maybe did they ever cover it Uh, i don't know it's something that they probably would cover that's probably where i've heard it so we're, we're talking about and that's why we drink which is like one of the only other podcasts i listen to um and they cover true crime and so when you were going into it i was like oh you're gonna you know true crime story so that's probably where i've heard it yeah that that would be my guess at least weird yeah that would make sense so i'm just going mm. through making sure that i didn't miss anything like i said there were like three different articles that i was reading so it's possible sure. i skipped over some <clears throat> some stuff and so what are they doing today just chilling same thing just the doing their red current farming and earth yeah moving. like typical yeah however that looks like to you <laughs> see you get it <laughs> it's the berries i'm telling you and the aliens that's it the lizard people showed up at their door <laughs> no but um i actually saw a story time video on tiktok the other day uh that <clears throat> this girl was telling the story about how for two years her family was terrorized through their technology from a guy in like india um and he this guy became obsessed with terrorizing this family and it got to the point where like they had the fbi involved and everything and there was nothing they could do about it because he would gain access to every single piece of technology they had Mm -hmm. he like knew all their passwords he was able to bypass things he was able to like figure out their like where they went to work where they went to school where they went shopping and he had access to like all of these cameras apparently and so he would just like terrorize them and he would like text them through their own phones and be like oh you have your friends over that's nice you know like oh you're driving down the street right now and there's a green car in front of you like he would like be very specific to the point where they, they, they knew they were being watched for like two years mm-hmm. and he would uh, initially he would say things like i will leave you guys alone and give you back access to your technology without me being there if you give me x amount of money 50 grand or whatever and they never did so he would just continue to terrorize them and they would get new phones and he would find a way to bypass those like he was just like stuck on this family and apparently really good at technology (laughs) and which i've heard of you know people's cameras getting broken into their phones Mm -hmm. getting broken into but he like got everything for this one specific family And then it got to a point where he just, like, got bored of them and, like, left him alone. But every once in a while, even now, five years later, he'll still pop in and be like, hey, I'm still here, just so you know. And they're like, (laughs) like, leave us alone, you know. Anyway, that's like. Telling you guys that I'm okay. Yeah. We don't care. (laughs) And it's just some, like, hacker, you know, who's really good at hacking across from, you know, across the world. But um, that's why I was thinking maybe it's some internet hacker who Mm -hmm. maybe got some information and was like. I'm going to come kill your family if you don't do what I say. I don't know. So that's scary. Yeah. That's a, it's so weird to think that that's a very real threat in today's world, but it is, it is. So that it is. And AI is super scary too, but we need to talk about that. 
Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that is. That is a conspiracy theory that we can go into <laughs> on another day. Did you have more you wanted to say? No, that's it. That's um Yeah. They're they're all fine now. They mm. return to work. They're just carrying on like normal, like nothing ever happened. Yep. So bizarre. I wonder if their neighbors ever look at them like, You good? <laughs> just checking. Anyway. Anyways, thanks for the story. You're welcome. I'm gonna be up thinking about that forever and ever. There was um <laughs> so there's one YouTube video that I also watched. As well as reading the articles where sure. this uh it's an Australian girl too. She goes over the um all this stuff. Really funny in this, this isn't related to the story, but she when she's talking about Mitchell being age twenty five, she's like, and I'm turning twenty five next month and this was like I think just I don't know when this was. I think it was earlier this year. Okay. When she did this. She's like, I'm turning twenty five next month, like don't even talk to me about it. I'm like, Girl, please <laughs> You're like, I'm turning thirty in <laughs> two years. Yeah. People older than me are probably like, boy, please. <laughs> Just chill. God, chill. <laughs> um, it's a real thing. I, I was like that at 25, so I can't like bash on it too oh, much. Oh, yeah, but. no, I get that. <laughs> no, but that was a good story. I, it's, I, it's a little infuriating that there's no conclusion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I that agree. they just like went back to their lives. I agree. But like, What actually happened? I'm glad that there were no casualties, mm-hmm. you know, that this was just a, a case of people being really weird. <laughs> but um, no, it was good. And I'm definitely going to be thinking about it. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Anything you want to say to close us out? Um, yeah, if you go on places, just uh, just tell someone. So <laughs> no one's like calling the police on you. If you see aliens, it's okay to tell your neighbor. Like... <laughs> right anyways no it's not aliens don't exist thanks again everyone for tuning in you can follow us on all of our socials facebook twitter instagram youtube at family podcast and send us your stories to our email which is family podcast at gmail.com don't forget to follow us to stay updated on when we have new episodes released yep and give us a rating tell your friends be our biggest fan and we'll be yours just how it works <laughs> jesse's already our biggest fan yeah well and that's how it works she's our biggest fan we're her biggest fan yep. <laughs> obviously <laughs> um i do have a bit it's not really advice but it's like a little bit of a pick-me-up for anybody who might be feeling down <laughs> if, <laughs> sorry i think i'm really funny if you ever get to a point where you're just feeling really useless, just know that there's someone out there that's using you as a bad example. So <laughs> that should lift your spirits. Oh, how motivating. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>